Welcome to the Sweet Clarity Podcast, the place where we deepen the relationship we have with ourselves and get radically clear on our life purpose. I'm your host, Grayson Wadajah. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. If this is your first time listening, hi, how are you? My name is Grayson. I am a certified life purpose coach and the founder and CEO of Clarifino Holistic Retreats in Bali. If you are a returning listener to the podcast, hi, so nice to have you with me again today. Thank you so much for supporting Sweet Clarity. In this episode, I want to have a conversation about money and what it means to be financially abundant and how we can manifest this desire into our life. I personally just finished reading Amanda Francis's book. I will have it linked in the description box. It was very transformational with my personal money blocks that I've been dealing with, and it helps me create a brand new relationship to money and how I view the energy of money. Because what I learned is we have to be a vibrational match of the wealth or money that we desire. So if we're operating in a lower vibration than the desired money or the desired income, it's just not going to manifest because we're not at that same frequency. And Amanda talks a lot about this in her book about how to become an energetic match and what that even means and and how to go about that. But I was just so inspired hearing this wealthy woman talk about being a wealthy woman. It was very empowering and inspiring to me. Amanda is a self-made millionaire. She's a very successful entrepreneur and has done so many things that are really in line with what I want to do in this online space as well. So hearing her story was really transformational for me personally. But something that I loved that she shares in the book is that a big vision requires big resources, which is so true. You know, like we have to understand that money exists solely to support us, period. You know, so if you believe that money exists to ruin your life or to stress you out or to bring debt in your life, then it will because our thoughts create our reality. And so if you want to have a good relationship with money, then you have to believe that the reason money exists, period, is to support you and to be a resource for you. So like I said in this quote, a big vision requires big resources. So For me, on a personal level, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and as someone whose dharma or my soul's purpose is, you know, it involves creating a massive impact on this world. It just does. You know, I'm here to inspire others and and here to guide people into this flow of love, how to love your life, how to love yourself, how to love your body, how to love the world around you. That is my reason for being here. So I am not going to be shy when I speak about my desire for financial abundance. Like I shared in my one of my previous episodes, my intentions and goals for 2022, my overarching theme for this year is to attract and earn financial abundance. And I stand by that. And I know I have a very deep-seated knowing that this is going to be the most 
abundant year of my life thus far. Basically, what to me being supported by financial energy means is that I can build up my vision to be as big as I can dream it. It means I can hire a team, outsource help, and evolve my purpose to serve more and more people. And to bring in some astrology here, I don't know if you've heard of what a north node is in your birth chart, but basically the north node is our purpose, you know, in simple terms. So my, or what we're here to do in this lifetime. So we have a south node and a north node. And the south node is what we bring in from past lives that we karmically bring in and we incarnate with in this lifetime. So the north node is where where our soul is going. It's where it's the direction of our life. And mine, personally, is in the sign of a Libra, which means that I'm here in this lifetime to collaborate with others and know that we are stronger together. Once I found out that this was what this means and that this is in my chart, I resonated with it so beautifully because I am tired of doing everything by myself. I know that's not going to serve the greater good, and I'm really here manifesting the abundance to hire a team, to get support, to outsource my areas of my business that just aren't my areas of expertise. And I'm really passionate about that. To hop into now some human design for a second, I am a manifesting generator, which means that I have a lot of ideas and projects going on at the same time. And I have the energy inside of me to bring them to life, which is great. And I love being so passionate about several different things. But what's lacking for me in this moment is that team of support to just help me be in my personal zone of expertise to really share my message. So having more money than I know what to do with allows me to share my message of love and inspiration that I'm here on this planet during this lifetime to share. So going through this book and Getting super clear and imagining a reality of my desires was so beautiful. And so when I was asked in the journal prompts, what do I want? I ultimately saw that I want a life of supported ease, flow, and energy to live my most optimal life. So back to you now. That's just a little bit of my reflection from the book. But we all have the power and ability to define how we want money to work for us. Because here's the thing, money is neutral. It does what you tell it to do. So my definition of how I want money to work for me, maybe this can inspire you for you to create your own definition, but the effort that I put out does not equal the amount that I earn. And I receive money by simply living in the energetic frequency of my dharma, which is the most valuable vibration of my soul, yours as well. You know, when you're in alignment with your dharma, if you seek to have your dharma be the main source of your finances, then just simply living in your dharma is the most valuable vibration and inherently you will be compensated so royally from literally living out your soul's purpose. I like to talk about desires a lot and the type of coaching that I do, I really help my clients to create a new reality that's in alignment with their 
desires and their dreams. But to go even beyond the desire for wealth and money, we can actually demand it. And so I'm here to do meaningful work on this planet that's priceless. And I am worthy of being compensated for my transformational work because I say so, because I demand it to be so. So I really invite you to sit down today and free write on this topic of how you wish to define how you want money to work for you. It's a very powerful exercise and I got a lot out of it. So I really encourage you to do that as well. Another powerful insight from the book that I am now applying to my life is shift your mindset around spending money in fear or guilt and consider the act of releasing money with joy. Focus on the energy it will provide your life rather than the monetary value you are letting go of. And this was something that really clicked within me because for the past few months, every single time I would pay for something or buy something, I would be feeling so guilty or in such a state of fear to to buy things and to spend money because I honestly wasn't having much of a return coming into my bank account. And so I'm living off my savings and just felt super guilty for any money that I spent. But now that I've created a new energetic standard for myself. I'm releasing money with joy and I'm spending intentionally. I'm only buying things that I love. If it's food, if it's a massage, if it's whatever, I'm only releasing money with joy. So I'm sure that you have heard before that money is an energetic resource or money is energy, which is true. So I want you to now notice and reflect on how you react or what emotions come up to the surface when you hear other people talking about money or when you see other people that have more money than you do. And notice if there is a judgment towards someone that has this abundance of finances if that is the case and you 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 tend you feel in your body that maybe something tenses up or some lower vibrational emotions come up just notice that because if you personally are manifesting wealth or you're manifesting money you're sending a very confusing message to the universe if that's what you're intending to receive right if we want to attract money, we need to be on the same vibration as money. And so when you're in conversation about money with friends or you're hearing other people talk about money or seeing them, notice how your vibration goes. Does it go up or down when somebody is showing more money than you have or you find out someone else's salary? If that's the case, try to raise your vibration. Use them as an example of what is possible for you and have them expand you rather than have them contract you and push you down into a lower vibration. And something else that Amanda pointed out in this book that really stuck with me is that the how is not your responsibility. The only responsibility of yours is to operate your life at the energetic frequency of your desires. That's it, especially when it comes to money. Because if we try to control how this money is coming to us inherently, and not always on purpose, but we are capping ourselves and we are putting a roof over what we can pull in. 
And we don't mean to, but it just happens. So we need to let go. We need to allow the universe to be there to help us. Your only responsibility if you want to attract more wealth is to operate at that same energetic frequency that you are trying to manifest. So I want you to declare that money works for you. Actually declare it. There is so much power in our words and beliefs. Our thoughts, they actually create our reality. So write down these new beliefs. Write down this new declaration. Type them out on your computer. Say them out loud. Talk about them with a friend. Really define this new relationship with so much clarity on how you want it to work for you. Pretty soon, with enough practice, you will actually see this as your reality because you declare it to be so. And something I love to learn about recently is all about this quantum field. And so when you want to create with the quantum field, which I guess I should explain what that is. So the quantum field, to my understanding, it exists in the eternal now, which means that all of the past, present, and future exist right now at the same time. So the things that we have in the future, we're actually able to pull them into us and collapse the timeline of how long it would have taken to get those, collapse that entire timeline, and to bring it to us right now. And so how I like to think about this is in the visualization of like a fishing net. Like we're casting a net out and we're pulling it back in. But what we're casting out this net with is with our thoughts. So we're thinking about the desire. We're thinking about that thing that we want, that we know is in the quantum field. We know it's in the future and that we already have it, but we're thinking about it. So that's the first thing. And we're asking for it. We're asking for what we want. And then to pull the net back in, you pull it in with feeling the emotions that that desire gives you. Pulling something in from the quantum field is just a really great visualization of how manifestation works because you're here in the present moment and you desire something that something is actually already yours because our desires are divinely given to us. And Amanda said it so well of reaching a place of using more money or desiring more money is just simply means that you are being called upon to expand. Money can't feel like anything on its own. It can only reflect and magnify back to us our feelings about it. It feels how you decide it does. So our job here in life is to want what we have. That's all, that's all the job is, is to just want it and to know that we can have it because our desires are guiding us. And what I want you to understand, this is like a really big aha moment here, okay? So our desires have already been ours because we have it in the future. And if you can deeply, deeply know and feel that you have it in the future, if you can visualize yourself having this thing in the future, then it's already yours. And that is one of the most powerful steps of manifestation is this deep inner knowing that your desire is already yours. You can pull it to you with those emotions and thoughts so, so quickly. That's, that's what's called a quantum leap or like a quantum jump. When people refer to that, that's what that means. So every desire you have is divine. So trust it, okay? 
So, you know, that business idea that you have or that desire to move to a new country or that urge to walk up to someone that you see and strike up a conversation with them, those are all desires that have been placed to you from a higher source. Something that gave me a lot of peace and serenity when I kind of when this dawned on me, I guess it's it's something that you just kind of forget about and don't really think about, but money is man-made. It will literally never run out, okay? So it circulates constantly to no end. Infinitely, money is being passed around. Like I said, money is energy. So there will always be more where that came from. And if you spend and release money with that mindset, then you will raise your vibration when it comes to money and it will effortlessly or more effortlessly flow back to you. So thank you so much for tuning in with me today. As always, I'm so grateful for you. If you enjoyed this episode and found it to be inspiring, I'd love to receive a review or rating from you on Apple or Spotify so I can grow and reach more listeners just like you. And thank you again so much. I will speak to you in the next episode. 